Ray Brown's Talking Birds. Made possible by the generous support of the Bird Watchers General Store, Orleans Cape Cod, BirdWatchersGeneralStore.com, and proudly sponsored by Ocean State Bird Club. Why not take a break from the holiday madness for a free walk with us? Ocean State Bird Club features year-round walks, lectures, informal gatherings, and more. We're online at www.oceanstatebirdclub.org and Facebook. Plus, a membership makes an easy holiday gift. Ocean State Bird Club. Good morning. Welcome to our Winter is Here and Christmas is Coming show. Show number 759. And happy Hanukkah to all our friends and listeners of the Jewish faith. Hanukkah begins this evening, Sunday, December 22nd. So astronomical winter, determined by the position of the Earth in relation to the sun, arrived last night, December 21st, at 1119 Eastern Standard Time, creating the shortest day of the year in the Northern Hemisphere. If it's already been wintry where you are, as it has been here in New England, well, maybe that's because what they call meteorological winter, based on the annual temperature cycle and climatological patterns, began on December 1st. Birds seem to know this. Okay, that's the winter is here part. Now here's the Christmas is coming part. It's a little story about the Newman family down in the Atlanta, Georgia area who got themselves a nice Christmas tree and decorated it with, among other things, owl ornaments. As the story goes, last Thursday evening, Katie Newman and her two children, India and Jack, were finishing dinner. Ten-year-old India had started to clear the table and was in another room when her mom heard her cry out as she ran into the dining room saying, That ornament scared me! After which, she burst into tears. Katie Newman loves owls, so the tree had about a dozen owl ornaments on its branches. So at first she thought her daughter had just been spooked by one of those ornaments, so she checked it out just in case. But when she gazed into the tree, she saw not an ornament, but an actual owl, an eastern screech owl, which turned its head and looked straight at her. The owl had apparently been in the tree when the Newmans bought it. So Katie wisely called the Chattahoochee Nature Center for help, and they suggested she feed the owl some raw chicken, which she did, and she then followed the instructions to put the bird into a crate in a darkened room and to then release it after it got dark outdoors. So at dusk on Saturday, she left the open crate outside. By 9.30 that night, the owl had disappeared. But Katie Newman says she's sure she can still hear that screech owl at night calling from the nearby woods. And of course, their favorite tune of the season... Owl will be home for Christmas. Meanwhile, as our credit card balances climb due to all the money we're spending on fancy gifts for family and friends, it's nice to know that you can make money by going bird watching. If you're lucky. Like Australian birder Michael Cross, who was camping with friends when he decided to go birding in an area called, quite coincidentally it turns out, the Gold Fields. He was in a popular spot for people to take metal detectors and look for gold. But he was armed only with a camera that morning. He said that while he was walking back to camp, he happened to look down 
at the ground when he saw a gold coin looking back at him. It turned out to be an 1865 Australian gold half-sovereign whose worth has been estimated at up to $5,000. So birders, next time you're out in the field, don't just look up. Also, look down. By the way, despite the coin's value, Mr. Cross says he's not going to sell it, but will instead keep it as a souvenir piece and a good conversation piece. Back here in the U.S., we've learned from our friends at Audubon, Dakota, about their annual winter birding festival. Coming along on January 25th, 2020, at Forest River Nature Park in Fargo, North Dakota. It's part of Fargo's winter festival known as Frostival. If you're not far from Fargo, you might want to check it out, and you can learn more about it on our TalkingBirds.com website and on our Facebook page, too. What we're hearing there is the sound of our mystery bird. Preview here of our mystery bird contest coming up a little bit later on in this morning's show. Our mystery bird is a large, boldly patterned bird seen along ocean shores and salt marshes, feeding on bivalves and using its specialized bill to consume them. Our bird looks black and white from a distance, although the back and wings are a dark brown, and it has a bright reddish-orange bill. Male and female look alike in flight. White patches on the wings and tail are clearly visible. Clues to our mystery bird and beautiful prizes including a gorgeous feeder from Droll Yankees, makers of the world's best bird feeders. I don't seem to have in front of me exactly which feeder that is, but I will find out, and that'll be part of our mystery bird contest. Plus, we have two bonus prizes. A download to your iOS device or online access to the LockWire app. People love this. It's the app that makes learning bird sounds a game. And a 12-ounce bag of delicious, shade-grown, bird-friendly birds and beans coffee. It is delicious coffee, and it also does help birds survive in the winter down in the tropics. So, prizes on our Mystery Bird Contest coming along just a little bit later on in this morning's show. Extra, extra, read all about it. Here are some of the stories and videos we have for you right now on our beautiful new TalkingBirds.com website and on our Facebook page. Audubon in action. The top national Audubon wins for birds in 2019. More evidence that millions of birds are migrating earlier because of global warming as weather radar data shows that many North American species are shifting their spring migration by two decades, or rather two days, each decade. And how thrushes produce those ethereal flute-like songs. We'll have all those stories, links to them, on our TalkingBirds.com website. They're on there right now, as well as on our Facebook page. And don't forget to check out our new Kids in Nature page for some terrific ideas about getting kids interested in nature and birds. Conservation salute of the week. Sometimes we salute individuals or small groups, and sometimes big groups. Today we're going big, saluting a newly formed organization called World War Zero. It's a coalition of people from all walks of life and every part of the political spectrum who are committed to addressing the climate crisis. 
the World War Zero effort is just getting started, but they've assembled quite a group of heavy hitters whose names are familiar to many. To name a few of them, there's former Secretary of State Madeleine Albright, former Energy Secretary Ernest Moniz, former Treasury Secretary Henry Paulson, former UK Prime Minister Gordon Brown, retired Army General Stanley McChrystal, and Gordon Matthew Thomas Sumner. He's the 17-time Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter known to the world as Sting. Here's the website if you'd like to find out more about this effort to address the climate crisis. It's worldwarzero.com, worldwarzero.com. And speaking of Sting, he was among the honorees at last night's Global Citizen Awards, and he received the prize for Global Citizen Artist of the Year. Richly deserved, it would seem, given that, for example, his Rainforest Foundation, which he co-founded in 1989, has to date protected more than 33 million acres of rainforest. The award includes a $150,000 prize, which will be donated to the Rainforest Foundation. More about the other prize winners and the organization at globalcitizen.org. Some of our other heroes around here are Talking Birds listeners who have become Talking Birds ambassadors. Joined our ambassadors program in which they hand out our little info cards to friends and neighbors, spreading the word about birds in nature and conservation and our Talking Birds show. And thank you so much to Dan Peterson from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Love the podcast, he says, when I get weary of current affairs, this program reinvigorates my mind. And do you have any patches available? Well, yes, we do, Dan. Patch on the way and cards as well, and thank you so much. And thank you to Louisa Evers from Nampa, Idaho. She says she's a fan of our mystery bird contest, although that pesky time zone thing prevents her from listening live. We're going to call her some early morning and uh, see if she'll tune in live and enter our mystery bird contest. Talking Birds listeners, we hope you will join Louisa and Dan in our ambassadors family by allowing us to send you some of our little info cards to hand out at your convenience. To join the family, just visit our website, TalkingBirds.com. No G in Talking. Click on the Get Involved button and then choose the Become an Ambassador option. Well, still to come on our show today, we'll catch up with Mike O'Connor in our Let's Ask Mike segment. And here it is, almost Christmas. And, of course, Mike has some last-minute gift ideas and some pretty good ones, I might have to say here. And up next, Mr. Barrow's Duck is today's featured feathered friend, presented by Birdwatching Magazine. For more than a quarter century, Birdwatching has been North America's premier magazine about wild birds and birding. Sailing, sailing over the bounding main From many a stormy wind shall blow where Jack comes home again Well, Jack is a little informal and maybe disrespectful. We speak of John, Sir John, if you please. Sir John Barrow, Secretary to the Admiralty of Great Britain, a founder of the Royal Geographical Society, and maker of several unsuccessful attempts to find the Northwest Passage, linking the Atlantic and Pacific through the Canadian Arctic. His fame lives on through places and things named for him. A strait, a sound, a cape, a point, and a duck. The duck is the barrow's golden eye. 
whose scientific name derives from its heavy or ox-like head, and that it was first noted through a population found in Iceland. It's Bucephala Icelandica. In addition to Iceland, it nests in Greenland and in the northwestern part of North America. It's common along our Pacific coast and inland in the Rocky Mountain states. And its increasing breeding success in eastern Canada means we're seeing more of them here in New England. This is a duck that nests in trees, sometimes as high as 50 feet above the ground, often using old woodpecker holes. And it feeds by diving for aquatic invertebrates and fish eggs, and sometimes small fish and vegetation. The male of the species sports a white body with a black head and neck, a golden eye, and a crescent-shaped white spot on the face that helps distinguish it from the similar common golden eye. So with a salute to the man who helped give this bird its name, Sir John Barrow. That's today's Talking Birds featured feathered friend, the Barrow's Golden Eye. Oh, many a many a wind shall blow, ere Jack comes home again. Happy holidays from all of us here at Talking Birds, and uh, allow us to give us that remind, give you that reminder as we'd like to do about our website. We're kind of proud of it. It's TalkingBirds.com, and we do hope you'll follow us on Facebook and Twitter and our newly reactivated and pretty cool and spiffy Instagram account there at Talking Birds. Coming up next, it's our mystery bird contest in just one minute. What's one of your favorite memories? <laughs> That's a tough question. Um, well, there was this one time... I went camping with my parents in a forest back when I was maybe like eight or nine. And um, I can remember one night we were laying out in our hammocks and we were just, you know, watching the trees rustling in the wind above us and we could hear the sounds of the forest all around us. Frogs singing and owls calling and the creek running nearby. It was amazing. It felt like we were a part of it all. I don't know if I do it justice trying to describe it, but I'll definitely never forget it. Most of us have a memory of being in nature we'll never forget. Let's protect the world's natural places so more memories can be made for generations to come. Visit worldwildlife.org. Our mystery bird contest is presented by Red Start Birding. Red Start Birding is your new resource for birding optics, gear, and expertise. Great birding starts at redstartbirding.com. That would be the sound of our mystery bird. We invite you to call in and tell us what you think it is or uh, take a guess. And if you don't have the correct exact answer, you may still win because the drawing will determine our winner if we uh, don't get an exactly correct answer. But usually we do, so we'll see. 781-837-4900 is the number to call. Our mystery bird is a large, boldly patterned bird seen along ocean shores and salt marshes, feeding on bivalves and using its specialized bill to get access to uh, what's contained therein. Our bird looks... Black and white from a distance, although the back and wings are actually a dark brown, and it has a bright reddish-orange bill. Male and female look alike. In flight, white patches on the wings and tail are clearly visible. That would be our mystery bird. And we've actually figured out what our Droll Yankees prize is for this morning. It's the 
silhouette window feeder. The window mount songbird feeder that everybody loves because it's going to allow you to see the birds right up close. Just the window between you and the birds. The silhouette window songbird feeder uh, from... Uh, window Mount Songbird Feeder from Droll Yankees. Bonus prizes, a download to your iOS device or online access to the LockWire app, the app that makes learning bird sounds a game. And another bonus prize, a 12-ounce bag of our favorite coffee. That would be delicious, shade-grown, bird-friendly, birds and beans coffee. That's for our mystery bird contest. And once again, that number is 781-837-4900. That's 781 781- 837-4900. And just in time, Mike O'Connor has some great, thoughtful, last-minute gifts for your holiday list. Let's ask Mike. We'll be uh, right here in just one minute. We're for the birds, and we want to say thanks to another Talking Birds ambassador who's helping to spread the word about our show and about birds in conservation. My name is Joan Hostetter, and I'm calling from Roswell, Georgia. I became a Talking Birds ambassador because as soon as I found the show, I thought I can't be the only one who would enjoy this. I could spread the word. This is a show that not only focuses on the birds that I might see, but the necessary steps that are going to keep these birds around. If you're thinking of becoming a Talking Birds ambassador, just go for it. Talking Birds listeners, we hope you'll join our Ambassadors family. It's easy to do. Just visit our website, TalkingBirds.com. Click on Get Involved at the top of the homepage and then choose the Become an Ambassador option at TalkingBirds.com. And thanks. Michael Connor is down at the Bird Watchers General Store on Cape Cod, just putting that last owl ornament on one of the trees there, no doubt. <laughs> Mike, I know you're... You're kind of jealous. I know you've, you've had screech owls in your backyard, but never sort of in your Christmas tree, I don't think. No, yeah. I know. You know what? And I spend all that time sing, singing, I'll be home for Christmas, and it didn't work. <laughs> uh, oh, man. i got to get that. i got to get that. I hear there's a good video of that online. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a beauty, yeah. The whole thing, <laughs> audio, video, the owls in there. Yeah, that was quite a story, but... Um, we're talking about something entirely different here, I guess, right? Last-minute gifts. Last-minute gifts. Now here you go. The the the, the shelves are pick clean at the stores, and there's yeah. traffic, and you know all you're going to do is get those slipper sets or something. So <laughs> here's what I do for if you know someone who's a bird, and people come in all the time, and ask me. My friend's down in Gideon to birding. What should I get him or her? You know, and you know, we go to oh, a field guy, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what kind of books they have. So, so if you have a, a friend or a relative or someone you know that's getting into birding, especially if he or she is kind of far away, I suggest that you buy them a membership to their local bird club. Hmm. Now, this is kind of, you can do this really easily. You can do it online, and they're unbelievably easy to find i just you know if they live in duluth or tallahassee just go online put bird club there's organizations aba has a list of bird clubs um but if you just you know do a search for the particular town or area they live in you'll come up you'll come up with their bird club you can get it it's fairly inexpensive you can do it online and you can just email them the membership and that'll get them out more. They'll get the newsletter. They'll see what walks are being held, what events are being held. They have all these speakers. They have these programs. And 
And it's not like a gym membership where you get somebody and they feel guilty because they never use it. They just <laughs> sit and watch TV. This is yeah. fine. If they use it, that's great. If yeah. they don't use it, the money goes to a good cause. It goes to a good organization either yeah. way. But I think that would be kind of a fun thing for, and a good supportive way to get people out there. You get out there and you meet. You know, a lot of people go birding. They don't realize there's a lot of other people birding. So they'll get out and they'll meet new friends and, and find new trails and, and new places to go. And I think it would be a, uh, you know, a good thing to do, for, especially, you know, kind of last minute. You don't even yeah. have to go shopping. Yeah, that's the best part right there that you just, just mentioned, there. except for going to the Bird Watchers General Store, which is always a good oh thing to do. Oh, my God. That, Whenever, you know, yeah. But your, so- and your shelves are probably not empty yet, are, are they? <laughs> <laughs> no, not like the old days. <laughs> <laughs> and, and did you say you have to be in Duluth or Tallahassee to do this? Uh, yeah, I mean, you, that's the only two places. Those are the that only applies. places that you mentioned. No, those the most obscure, <laughs> funny names I could think. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, that's but a, yeah, I think that'd be kind yeah. of it'd be kind of a, a fun thing to do, and I think people appreciate it, and you know, and the clubs would appreciate it, and you know, I've got to, and you have. What do you? Which one does you have that um, that Ocean State Bird Club? If you live in that area, give somebody a membership to that if they happen to live in oh, you know. Right that's on. a great idea. Ocean State Bird Club. They're a great organization. I also belong to the Merrimack Valley Bird Club up in the north. Eastern part of uh, Massachusetts. So, right, uh, and you get the you get the emails. You find out some good speakers, yeah. some people that you know. Some people time you have these. We have these bird books, and then sometimes you find out the 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 person who wrote the bird book is actually just speaking down the street. It'd be kind of fun to go get an autograph and go to chat with them and ask some yeah. of the questions and get better explanations. It, it, it's a it's a good thing. Bird clubs are a lot of fun, and it's a good source, and they're good environmentally supported organizations. Indeed. So, uh, I wonder if we should mention, too, while we're talking about bird clubs, because they run the Christmas bird counts, and uh, there's those are still going on. Uh, many of yeah. them have, have already occurred, but you could still hook up with some to do a Christmas bird count, which is a really fun thing to do and great uh, citizen science project. They are good things to do, and some people get they get, they get afraid because the bird. Some of these birds are hardcore. They get up yeah. at four. They look for owls, and they go, and then they go until it gets dark. And you know, you, but some of the some of the walks they'll let you do part of the day, so you can say, you know, I'm going to cover this area. And they certainly you don't have to be as crazy and hardcore as some of those crazy other birders, but you certainly can do that. And there's a lot going on. I know the the, um, the one in the mid Cape. Here in, on Cape Cod, going on today as we speak, and so that. But everywhere does a Christmas bird count, and it's really kind of a fun thing. It's, and it just has a nice name. It's like the winter meetings in baseball. It's a Christmas <laughs> count. Yeah. People dress warm, you know, and they they take it on. You know, it's it's not the most pleasant time of year to be outside, but they dress warm, and and, and you'll see some cool things. And again, you'll meet to some people that. Uh, that'll help you with your birding skills and they'll point a few things out for you it's, it's a nice way to meet people and, and, and like I said, citizen science the more yeah. information, the more you know changes we can make Indeed, well we had uh, David Clapp on the show with us last week from a Christmas bird count has he been heard from since then? No, no he, he did that from his bedroom he wasn't out there <laughs> the bird book Alright, thank you Mike, happy Merry holidays Christmas, everybody Merry out Christmas. there, you too Ray Alright, Mike O'Connor there at the famous bird watchers general store Orleans Cape Cod. Every Wednesday, Birdwatching Magazine sends an e-newsletter full of information of interest to birdwatchers, including recent news stories about birds, conservation, and science, photography tips, stories about places to go birding, bird ID tips, and much more. Best of all, the newsletter is free. Sign up today at birdwatchingdaily.com newsletter. 
Back to the mystery bird contests. This would be the bird we're trying to identify. A large, boldly patterned bird seen along ocean shores and salt marshes feeding on bivalves with that special bill. Our bird looks black and white from a distance, although the back and wings are actually a dark brown. It has a bright reddish-orange, very conspicuous bill. Male and female look alike in flight. White patches on the wings and tail are clearly visible. What is that mystery bird? Beautiful prizes from Droll Yankees and Larkwire and Birds and Beans bird-friendly coffee. 781-837-4900 is the number. Our friend Charlie is down there in Hanover, Massachusetts. Good morning, Charlie. Hey, Ray. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. What do you say, Charlie? How are you, sir? Well, doing I'm down well. the Cape. It's absolutely beautiful down here. The birds are lovely. All I'm right. going to go with something called a marbled Godwit. The marbled godwit. That is a fantastic bird, but uh, oh, there we go. something tells me that is not, <laughs> not the one we had in mind this time. Maybe next week it'll be the one. <laughs> uh, my friend, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you, Happy Charlie. Happy New Year. Many more. I love the show. Bye-bye thank, now. Thank you so much, Charlie. Okay. Uh, speaking of Cape Cod, we have Nat, who's on Cape Cod, I believe. Good morning, Nat. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, I heard a rumor that you uh, are on Cape Cod and you live near... The Birdwatchers General Store is that true? Actually, we live we live pretty much right next door, probably about two buildings over. Wow! I just have to I just have to yell out the window to Mike. I say, <laughs> "Hey, Mike, I need to fill my bird feeder. I can throw it out the window and it's it for me." And place your order from the kitchen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love it. All right. Well, uh, Nat, what do you think on the uh, mystery bird uh, contest there? I'm I'm pretty sure this. Um, this bird and I have the same diet. Um, uh-huh. Is it a, a American oyster catcher? Did you say an American oyster catcher? You did. Well, yeah. you must have, because I hear the, uh, the applause. <laughs> American oyster catcher. Absolutely right. Uh, you, you and you and the bird f- fans of uh, fans of oysters. I just put a little lemon in and uh, <laughs> and uh, Tabasco sauce on mine. Oh, sounds pretty good, Matt. Thank you uh, so much. And hey, by the way, we have a bonus question here. Would you like to try it? Uh-oh. This one is, okay, yeah. This I'll one try it. this one has some a real groan attached to it. You'll you'll see what I mean. This is an international multiple choice question. What is a timber doodle? What is a timber doodle? Is it A, an American woodcock, B, a European starling, or C, a Canadian squiggle on a piece of lumber? See a timber doodle. That's the <laughs> that's the real groaning part there. What do you think? I'm going to I'm going to just I'm going to go with um one of our favorite birds. Um, and it's the uh, American Woodcock. I think that would probably be correct. Nice job. So you won our Mystery Bird Contest and the bonus contest as well. Wow. Nice going. Exciting. <laughs> Thank you so much, a, Matt. You're welcome. All right. Thank you. Matt, or uh, Nat, I'm sorry, Nat, down there in Cape Cod, uh, placing orders uh, directly to the Bird Watchers. General store while we uh, knock over the coffee cup here in our studio. We are just about uh, out of time for today's show, but I think I had one other thing I wanted to mention. We talk about uh, electric cars sometimes because we're big fans of electric cars, and our show is about conservation. And we kind of feel that conservation fits uh, right in. I think Nat is still on the on the phone with us. Well, that's all right because we're trying to clean up the coffee here. That you don't mind, do you, Nat? If we clean up the coffee before we. Uh, Get back to you on the I, phone? I just spilt mine cause out of excitement. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are, we are in cahoots here. Well, anyway, um, in our clean green electric car department, we mentioned the Tesla Cybertruck. 
a few weeks ago. Lots of folks thought it was pretty weird, and it is kind of weird uh, as well. But last time we checked, and this is an outdated number, I think now, Tesla had already received more than 280,000 pre-orders for the electric Cybertruck. That's pretty amazing. And here's another electric vehicle thing that's pretty cool. The electric vehicle company BYD and the Los Angeles Department of Transportation have signed the largest electric bus contract in U.S. history. The company will build 130 of its K7M electric buses for the city's public transportation system at its factory in Lancaster, California. And meanwhile, we totally forgot about our conservation salute. No, we did our conservation salute. That's right. Okay. It must be time to go. We're kind of losing our grip here. We're spilling our coffee. And uh, it, must be, it must be holiday time. Jesse has to race back into the control room here so that we can wrap up our show. And I think we're going to do that right now. Well, thank you so much for listening. Happy holidays to all. And thanks to our amazing Talking Birds team, Debbie Bleacher, Freya McGregor, and our producing engineer doing extra duty today, Jesse Wilkins. I'm Ray Brown. Happy holidays. See you next week. Ray Brown's Talking Birds. Made possible by the generous support of the Bird Watchers General Store, Orleans Cape Cod, BirdWatchersGeneralStore.com, and proudly sponsored by Ocean State Bird Club. Why not take a break from the holiday madness for a free walk with us? Ocean State Bird Club features year-round walks, lectures, informal gatherings, and more. We're online at www.OceanStateBirdClub.org and Facebook. Plus, a membership makes an easy holiday gift. Ocean State Bird Club.